Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, the F in Flash is for feminism. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. The Flash, Episode 5, Girls' Night Out. My name is Drew Jones, and I'm going to throw it over to my girl. Hey, this is Chauncey K. You can catch me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR. So, this might be my favorite episode that we've had in a minute. I feel like... The parties were going on. Yeah. It was just like... We have so much to get into tonight. Um, So... It's like... Mm. So, yeah. A jam. Um... <laughs> So it's the bachelor, bachelorette parties tonight. Yes. The turn up for Barry and Iris, and um, and it was definitely a turn up going on. Definitely something. <laughs> Night to remember for both parties for sure. Let's go. Let's get into the boys. Yeah, boys' night out. Um, so we start with them having this cute yeah. night in. Yeah, it was supposed to be, it started as sort of a, like, quiet night. Cisco seemed to be leading it off, which made sense because Cisco would probably, being Barry's best friend, would kind of be the lead on yeah. it. And he kind of had this, um, you know, uh, thing going on where they were watched, like, baby, um, you know, photos and baby videos. Baby. And I just want to give a shout out to the fact that they had, that Iris and Barry had their little West Allen um, wedding back in the day. So they've been married since childhood. So much for that, they were siblings. Um, theory. Never challenge West <laughs> Allen. Never. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh. So that was going on, and that was cool. And then, of course, Ralph. Ralph. I kind of. I'm kind of digging Ralph. I, he's messy. <laughs> he's so messy. He's messy, and I like. I love the kind of unintentional chaos he's bringing. But so Ralph busts in. Yeah. And he basically, you know, they weren't trying to get fifty dollars steaks. He said, "I can get it for four ninety nine with napkins," which you know, which I don't know why, but the second they said that, I was like, "They're going to a strip." Exactly. <laughs> you kind of, I mean, and just with Ralph's character since like even the last episode, we were like, "Okay, this guy, he probably frequents." And we found out that he was the number one customer on and in the strip club they went to the golden booty the golden booty (laughs) which was what it was called as joe said there was nothing golden except maybe the the stripper um the exotic dancers yeah uh, costumes (laughs) that was the only thing that was going in there uniforms if you will yeah um i love there's so many things about boys night that I just love shout out to the writers for all these little like one liners yeah. we got. Um Wienerfest was cracked me up when um Oh when Ralph called it. Ralph walked in, he's like, yeah. This is a Wienerfest. I yeah. was like, 
He's, he's been a very I mean so far I mean I'm still kind of skeptical on how long he'll last on mm-hmm. Team Flash but so far he's been kind of his character sort of eased in he's been that snark that we've kind of I guess we haven't yeah. you know like had too much before you know mm-hmm. um, going on and he's been bouncing off the of Cisco a bit and now with Harrison and stuff so I, I kind of like his addition to it he wasn't invited to the bachelor party but it wouldn't have been the, the kind of night it turned out to be without him yeah so I, I was digging that. Um, we got to experience Drunk Barry. Yes. I'm the Flash. I'm the Flash. <laughs> he was so hyped up. Crying and over chicken wings. I kind of want to know what, like, the elixir is that, like, Cisco makes to yeah. get Drunk Barry. Because, like, is it like a four loco? Like, a really... It has to be pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, because Barry, as we know, can't, like, really get drunk, you know, except yeah. with, you know, what... Cisco has come up with for him. He kind of saw that happening, that they were going to do this thing where um, there was probably going to... He was crying into his chicken wings, crying about the Titanic. Drunk Barry. We've all been there about the Titanic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was was pretty interesting just to see that because also there was so much going on, even with the boys' night, I mean, you know, where there was stuff going on, as, you know, we know, but, like, Barry was sort of not having to be the most the yeah. designated superhero which was also a very cool yeah. term that Cisco came up he's like I'll be the designated superhero so Barry was allowed to be drunk and kind of just not have to worry yeah. about everyone else's this episode made me because for a while Barry like to be honest Barry's kind of getting on my nerves just because of yeah. the like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders exactly. like I mean obviously he's the flash it's very hard but like it was sort of this like Victimized hero type thing where it's like you yeah. don't understand. It's like, boy, you have this whole team. Who's it was it was you the up. man pain trope yeah. that but we've this, seen on a lot of exactly. shows. Exactly, and he was definitely doing it up until this season where they've kind of like gone back to season one, Barry, which has been nice. Yeah. You know, it was tonight's episode was definitely a lovely like reminder of why we love Barry, why we root for Barry, why Barry's Barry. Yeah, know? exactly. And, I mean, yeah. Go right ahead. No, I was just going to say, and someone just said it in the, the chat, uh, which was very pointed out, one part of this boys' night was missing was, as you were saying earlier, before we even got in here, was one of our boys, Wally, was not here for the bachelor party. Y'all know I miss my boy Wally. <laughs> so it would have been interesting to kind of see that dynamic, too, especially with Ralph around now. Yeah. Like, what kind of... Um, you know, dynamic that would have been with him being there too. Mm -hmm. So Wally wasn't there. That was that was the one kind of drawback from it. Yeah. And uh, with with boys' night, but it was nice that Barry kind of got a little bit of time off. And they lost. They didn't have their phones. Well, Mm -hmm. they didn't lose their phones. They had to give their phones up. So that made it so they weren't able to you know be outside of themselves. Yeah. And then we got kind of a soap opera twist. We did soapy twist. Yeah. (laughs) Within boys' night. Um. Jasmine, right? Jo- Joni. That's not your government name, girl. <laughs> it's Joni. Comes up on stage and Joe's shaking you, her little tail feather. Yeah, you just watch the life kind of drain out of Joe. That caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. I don't know, maybe because it's like such a superhero show. Mm-hmm. And even though we have those like interpersonal dynamics, I just was not <laughs> expecting this sort of thing where someone like the twist i mean i kind of noticed when she told cecile like oh you know i'm not i'm I'm not gonna do it i thought actually that was gonna turn into a thing that maybe she didn't want to be around iris or something like that and it turned out she was a stripper you know what i thought just because 
you know, it's the Flash. I thought she might be a metahuman. I thought we might see her be a metahuman. Yeah, or that would have been an interesting twist too. Well, the stripper works too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it works for. And you know, it was also, and you know, it was also very interesting the explanation they have her mm-hmm. give Joe because also once again when she came on stage, I was like, okay, this is gonna go into. But I'm like, Cecile isn't hard for hard up for money, so why does yeah. you know doesn't she go to college? So it was kind of interesting that she gave this explanation like I am exploring the ways of feminism hashtag feminism, which hashtag we, we feminism. see throughout this episode. And, like, how I can be a strong, independent woman and be a stripper, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, gets into this whole thing about strippers being sort of, like, exploited, you know, workforce. So I thought that was interesting. Which, go ahead, Flash writers, for getting woke and talking about some real stuff. There was some, you know, throughout this whole episode, there was some themes where you kind of saw that they've been paying attention to what people have been saying online a little bit. And I thought this was one of those aspects where the boys and Barry was allowed to be kind of the, you know, not side character, but he didn't have to be the central. They were sidelined a little. Yeah. Yeah. And he was allowed to be the comic relief. Yeah. Which was, you know, great for this episode. I mean, this was the one episode where we saw no one suit up. No mm-hmm. one suited up this episode. As they said before, that this would be a non-suit up episode, and they stuck to that. Which I appreciated. Um, so, boys' night ends in them getting into a bar fight. Mm-hmm. Um, no one be- no one cared that Joe was a cop. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, everyone stop, I'm a cop. And it's like, No. And then we also, throughout that, you know, saw, you know, a little bit of, you know, Joe kind of going through his melancholy, which, you know, or whatever. But also, um, you know, Harrison kind of kept walking off, kind of talking to the the exotic dancers (laughs) about their life and stuff. And Ralph didn't seem to care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cisco wasn't liking it at all. No, Cisco wasn't feeling it. Cisco is a gem. Yeah. In his own right. So we get them chilling in jail. Um, we have a nice little heart to heart with Barry and Joe. Yeah. Um, which we'll get to in a sec. But yeah, you know, not a planned night, but I feel like a very bachelor esque night. Yeah, I mean they got into some debauchery and they ended up in jail, which kinda, you know, as Ralph kept saying, you're welcome. Yeah. You know, in terms of this kind of night that could have gone very different. Exactly. Um and we also I think in this little showcase got to see a bit more of Ralph's dynamic with the team in yeah. a very natural way. Kind of like, you know, he just shows up, you know, he starts to be part of things and you kind of see how he's meshing, if not or more so clashing Mm -hmm. with the rest of them, which is, you know, a nice little, was a nice little thing. And they didn't have, none of them fought off any bad guys. Yeah. So it was interesting, that dynamic too, where all the boys were kind of not in in the center plot. No bad guys, just alcohol poisoning. Yeah. And Barry's going to be hung over till his wedding day. For sure. (laughs) I can't, ugh. Yeah, I can't imagine the kind of shot that was. Like that you have to (laughs) take if you're the Flash. Exactly. So, boys' night, kind of a success. Girls' night, I already knew I was happy about girls' night the second I saw Felicity. Yeah. She's a part, like, she's one of the best characters, in my opinion, in the Flash, Arrow, you know, DC universe. She's just her own, she's a special, she's the Cisco of the Arrow yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's always, I like the fact that she, they seem to have created this friendship between Iris and Felicity, and, you know, one of the things I feel like Iris didn't, doesn't have, and they kind of addressed that, that was yeah. once again one of those things with this episode where I felt like the writers were kind of paying attention to what people say online, Yeah, because where are, where are Iris's friends outside of, mm-hmm. you know, 
Caitlyn, which, you know, we get into the fact that they didn't really consider themselves past work friends. So it was like Felicity showing up. It's like, oh, Felicity's her friend. Yeah. I'm not the, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not the, not the biggest fan of Felicity. I don't really, you know, you know, I don't pay attention as much Mm -hmm. to her um, in terms of, like, the Arrowverse, but I do like her dynamic with Iris. Same. I think she's, they have a very, um, it's very, like, Iris is very serious. I feel like Felicity kind of brings out the fun. She's Iris' Cisco. Like I said earlier, Felicity is, she kind of, like, lightens Iris up the way that Cisco lightens Mary up. Yeah, she has that tech sense. Like, we saw with this episode where it started off where, you know, Felicity was organizing the girls' mm-hmm. night and was, you know, pushing for, like, going out with the tiara and everything like that and yeah. allowing... Because what we saw, you know, up until Barry coming back was that Iris had been the leader of Flash, of the Flash team. And she's, right. and we saw even with this episode that she still is. But, you know, that can put a lot on a person. So to have Felicity come in and be like, you know, let's have some fun and mm-hmm. pushing for that was really, it was nice. It was a nice dynamic. Yeah. So we, uh, we see Caitlin, you know, looking for a plane ticket. Yeah. Not to peace out. Caitlin forever with the, with the drama. Always with the drama, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dang. She's always going through something. Always. Guy trouble who ends up being evil, which we also saw this episode. I mm-hmm. guess she had something with that guy, the mm-hmm. snake-eyed guy, which was, mm. ooh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you got some bad taste. You need to get that together. <laughs> Where's Julian? Right? <laughs> Bring Julian back. Oh, my gosh. Um, So they talk her into going. Yeah. Um, They go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And... It's a pretty chill dinner until the henchman with his creepy eye yeah. shows up. And first of all, he doesn't even say anything, which is what really creeped me out. He just kind of like lurked forward and they thought he was a stripper. <laughs> which was really funny. Like I, was like, I was like, you guys get a stripper. And then Felicity's like, well, he's doing a bad job. And then, he, and then they're like, you guys into some freaky stuff because his eye came out. And... <laughs> Birth was one of the best lines that we've gotten from the Flash was, take off your pants, not your eyes. <laughs> I think you said something about a new... Uh, oh, yeah, that might be my new Tinder profile. Yeah, I take, mean, I think it's perfect. Yeah, take off your pants, <laughs> not your eye. Yeah, the words to live by. Yeah. But, yeah, so that happens, and then, you know, they basically have to deal with the fact... And, and this was also cool. Up until, like, um, you know, Caitlin goes into Killer Frost, mm-hmm. the girls were kind of taking care of it, yeah. you know, in a way. I mean, it, I mean, they didn't they have any powers, and he's got a snake coming out of his skull. They were in six-inch heels. They were doing something. They were... I was impressed. I'd like to see Barry in six-inch heels. Exactly. Doing what he did. <laughs> doing what um, Iris did. And then, you know, Frost comes out, and it's... And then, of course, it's revealed. Like, oh, you know, she yep. never... Frost never totally went away. Um, which was, you know, an interesting thing. Um, and, you know, it starts to unravel with this idea of, like, you know, Caitlin having, once again, kind of kept the, kept this secret from mm-hmm. everyone. And then the question comes up of, you know... Um, you know, how do they deal with this? Amunit, who we got to see, yes. you know? Um, but yeah, so the girls, like, you know, Killer Frost is like, you know, basically I need to kill Amunit. So I, I like the dynamic that, um, you know, Iris and Cecile and Felicity kind of had a little um, get a little um, meeting and saying, you know, Cecile, I, I was happy that they all weren't like totally gung-ho yeah. to help out. 
Frost because I'm I was glad that someone if if even if it was Cecile brought up the fact like um she kidnapped yeah. me last uh-uh, year she took me like there's something wrong here and I thought that was realistic you know because at times sometimes on shows where something like that happens it could be swept under the rug and everything yeah. is great so it was great to have Cecile kind of point out that okay Killer Frost has some issues are we really going yeah. to just and I, it was nice that they had it so that Iris was like we're she's our friend we're not just going to um, abandon her, which is very much a Barry sort of thing, which yeah, shows the West Allen dynamic. No man left behind. Yeah. So, um, with with them deciding that, although I kind of felt like they were going to go into the club and follow her, like, what are you going to do? And they're still in their bachelorette. Yeah. It's like, all right, girls. <laughs> so they follow her into the club. Yeah. And we start noticing all of these people around them are like inhaling this weird, glowing, like, like tube. Uh, yeah, like little blue tube, little blue tube, and we're kind of seeing everyone's like in a daze, and we're not really sure what's going on. We're trying to figure out where Killer Frost is right now, and so we see Killer Frost with Amunet, and there is the Weeper, which is the newest metahuman. Yeah, and um, he's changed. Very up. sad. It was very sad. <laughs> it was very weepy. He, he just lo- <laughs> yeah, he just looks so. Help like the fins. Like- it was. I mean, I got some questions about that because my question is. I mean, I guess we'll figure out if he turns back up since you know, as we saw with the end of the episode. But you know, it was. It was like okay, he's chained up. Why not just try? I mean, if you're gonna make a, if Amunet thinks she's gonna make a lot of money with this guy, why not just try to convince him? Hey, can you cry on cue? Yeah. Like, why does she have to chain him up? Yeah. To, uh, why you gotta beat old boy? I mean, I guess it was for a dramatic effect. I mean, everything doesn't have to make logical sense in yeah. superhero verse. But it was, it was like, okay, this guy's chained up. They have to hit him to make him cry. It's like just put some onions or something. Right. Like, like I know it's for dramatic effect, but like, watch okay. the Notebook. Like, it, come it, it, on. I don't know. It didn't make as much sense to me that part of it. I was like, uh, I think there's a better way you can get the tears. I guess this was supposed to like evoke some kind of emotion. But Amunet's also like, I don't think she's a very rational person. Oh, yeah, no. She likes that kind of stuff. Which, okay, yes, she's a villain, but I do kind of like her. I, I like the performance, for sure. I yeah. thought it was, um, it was nice and fun. There was, like, certain moments where she was, there was definitely, like, you got the feeling, okay, she's deadly, but she's also kind of like, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. She's I like, a boss lady. Yeah. Going along with the whole, like, feminism theme. Yeah. That we're dealing we with. had a woman villain this episode, mm-hmm. which was also awesome. Yeah. You know? And she wasn't a villain who was, like, based off of revenge or, like, you know, she was just bad because she's bad. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I've got some sob story or yeah, something oh, like that. Yeah, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. Like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, I like money. Like, yeah. we're gonna, I want to be rich and powerful and this is how I, I do it. Um, and it was also interesting where um, they, Amunet and Killer Frost, were about to go at it again. And um, we're about to see, like, this face-off between them. And, you know, Iris steps out. Iris, with no power, steps yeah. out between these two metahumans. And is like, hey, let's not do this. And, like, Frost, let's go. I mean, that took some guts. Because at first I was like, what, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you going to do yeah. right now? You know, in the crosshairs of these two metahumans about to go at it. But, and you know, they let her, I mean, they let them walk away. But I thought that was a, a telling moment, too, that she was able to kind of step in and tell Frost, like, mm-hmm. let's go. Absolutely. Um, so then we kind of get a re- like, we get them gathered again. We get Caitlin back. Yeah. 
and bruised and battered. Bruised and battered. And we figure out where old girl Aminette is with the weeper. And she's selling them off to I guess like the highest bidder. Yeah. Um and once again Iris, you know, being Iris, not needing a man, but having a man, just decides <laughs> she's gonna go in there guns a blazing with Felicity and pregnant to seal and just Yeah. See what happens. And, you know, that was pretty cool, too, because it was showing, you know, her, no, okay, we can't get buried. We don't know where any of them are, but that doesn't mean we're completely helpless. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we leave this until the next day. You know, we need to save the weeper. We need to save, you know, this guy. Yeah. Um, Also, shout out to Cecile trying to give the henchman a little bit of a name. Also, she's Medusa Man or something. Yeah, that is not Cisco approved. (laughs) Yeah, Felicity (laughs) totally vetoed that. But, yeah, so they were even giving names to villains this episode. So, it was... I mean, it was cool that they went in once again. It was one of those things where I'm watching and I'm like, okay, what exactly are y'all going to be able yeah. to do? Like, you know? I love this girl power, but, like, I also love safety. Yeah. I don't want anything to happen to Iris. We had a whole last season of you know, about Save Iris, Save die. the World. Like, you know, Heroes reference, Save yes. Cheerleaders. I was like, yes. I don't want to do this again. I want you to live, girl. I want you to see your wedding yeah. day. But, um, once again, it just also shows that Iris is not the type of character that's going to let the fact that she's not one of the metas mm-hmm. um, stop her from being a hero. Yeah. Which was, you know, this was definitely, um, you know, a, a showcase of Iris's character. Because I know there's been discussion about, you know, when is Iris going to be able to kind of be a solo or be the journalist and things like that but I think we're seeing in this season what they've shown and particularly in this episode that very much what defines her is her role in Team Flash yeah you know and we saw that with her with her plan to go into the warehouse Mm -hmm. um which didn't totally work out (laughs) but A for effort yeah um but luckily old girl Caitlin comes in there after you know being like I need to stay back and which first of all Caitlin, we knew you weren't going to stay back. Yeah. Okay. Nice try. Which was nice that she didn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Um, But, yeah, Killer Frost comes through, does that crazy igloo And they they figure out the magnet thing while um, doing that, which took that brain power, Felicity. And even Iris kind of came up with it first, I think, where she was like, you know, something about the the metal. Um, I think it was... um, what was the name of the metal that something I mean, alloy alloy some type element alloy yeah um, I had wrote it down but um yeah it's, uh, and they them figuring out that 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 metal could control it mm-hmm. which you know goes to um I don't know I guess we'll talk about it. like I I was a little underwhelmed by Aminet's powers yeah <laughs> it was like it was kind of cool but at the same time I was like if a giant magnet can kind of I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Seems like there should have been something that a little more complicated for as big and bad as she is. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like we actually, I thought it was cool that we got kind of a Marvel reference by Felicity calling Caitlin the Bruce Banner. Because what I think is interesting is, I don't know if people have been keeping up with the Marvel movies, but we kind of see Bruce Banner like being more in control of the Hulk, almost like the Hulk... I feel like they were able to have, like, conversations and whatnot with the Hulk and kind of... And I feel like as this episode progressed, we kind of saw Killer Frost and Caitlyn slowly start to become... It not be so extreme of this is Caitlyn, this is Killer Frost. I feel like Killer Frost, like, started having that, like, conscience again. Yeah. 
Um, kind of like the yeah, first towards thing. the end. I, and and that's and that's also a question of how they're going to keep doing that because when when Felicity did say like you're like the Hulk mm-hmm. or whatever, which is also interesting that they do the Marvel yeah. <laughs> reference on the DC show, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> it was this idea of um, so Caitlyn sort of has these two consciousness mm-hmm. going on um, and what that means in terms of her life. You yeah. know, is it all going to be, is it just the fact that Amunin is after her or is she going to keep looking for um, a cure? Because it's kind of like there's two beings now who yeah. probably want two different things. Um, and, um, you know, just seeing that and Iris, you know, being very supportive of that. But it's also kind of like, OK, she's still she is still stor- sort of a liability. Yeah. <laughs> so even though now she's made of honor. Yeah. Which, uh, and that was also a question because, I, I mean, I checked out people online talking about it and whatnot. Some people kind of felt like Felicity was slighted mm-hmm. in that sense. It was like, okay, Felicity planned all this and now we're just going to chuck out that friendship and, you know, yeah. Caitlyn kind of gets the pity made of honor designation. I don't know how you feel about that. Cause, I, no, I, I kind of agree just because I feel like, I don't know, I... Just, we've never really gotten any type of relationship between them yeah. until this episode. And while I like where the writers are going in the sense of, like, we want to really form a friendship with them, Maid of Honor kind of seems like... Zero to 60. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe yeah, Flower bit. Girl, you know? <laughs> Flower Girl. I, I, ice Girl. She did offer to do yeah, an ice sculpture. I was like, and those aren't cheap. I was like, there's a thought. <laughs> That could be something, but Maid of Honor, I was like, that's a little extreme. It's a bit much. I mean, I, and this is what I was saying <laughs> with the idea of their characters, um, the writers kind of paying attention to that, because I think there was talk in the, you know, the Flash fandom of, you know, Caitlyn and Iris being the, the two women of Team Flash and how they didn't necessarily have that dynamic, that mm-hmm. friendship dynamic. And, and like, you know, it took Iris having a character on a different show being BFS with a character on a different show, Felicity, and it's like, well, Caitlyn's right here. What's the issue? Yeah. You know, because, you know, there's that whole Snowberry versus West Allen, you know, weirdness of ships yeah. and everything, West Allen. But, <laughs> but you know, there is this question of, I think the writers try to address that tonight. Mm-hmm. The um, idea of, you know, they're not friends. Why is Why aren't they? Why are they not? Why are they just work friends? Why hasn't, you know, Iris and Caitlyn been, been able to hang out outside of it? Yeah. So hopefully it won't just fall off. Yeah, hopefully this is something that is kept up just because it was weird for a very long time. It seemed like they both were developing relationships with everyone on the team but one another. And I was like, how are we not getting this, like, Caitlyn Iris? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the dynamic of women on shows sometimes, though. Yeah. It's like, you know, we have the Barry and Cisco. They had their little friendship mm-hmm. drama and stuff last season, and we're seeing them stronger and back as ever this season, but then it's like, where do the women relationships get developed? And I mm-hmm. thought, because this was hashtag feminism episode, yeah. I think they really, the writers were trying to address that a bit. And I, I thought they did a good job. Once again, like, people in the chat are saying that they somewhat fast-tracked the friendship to do the Maid of Honor thing, but um, maybe it kind of had to happen, because I mean, that was a problem that kind of needed to be addressed. Yeah. Even though, I mean, I think it's kind of quick to do it all in one episode, Maybe they should have built it up a bit, but... You know, we'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah. Flower girl. Flower girl. <laughs> that was yours. That's, I'm still standing by that. <laughs> Flower girl. Um, but no, I, I was very glad to see kind of a vulnerable moment between the two of them. 
um, and see a very, with the theme of feminism, it was just very open and just, you know, supporting and we're not from, we don't, we're not super similar, but I respect you, you respect me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and I'm very interested to see, I don't know, I feel like Iris has also kind of a hold on Caitlyn Snow that we have, I feel like the only time we've seen Caitlyn, or not Caitlyn Snow, Killer Frost, I feel like the only time we've seen Killer Frost kind of step back and like chill out was with Cisco. But I feel like it was even more so with Iris tonight. Yeah, when she brought the boys in um, and, you know, she was like, here's Killer Frost. And Cisco was like, I'm tired. Let's yeah. do this tomorrow. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to do this tonight. And, um, you know, Iris, like, you know, she looked at her and they cha- and she changed back. Yeah. And if nothing else, you know, the interesting thing is, I think with Cisco, like you were just saying, usually Cisco appeals to Caitlyn, mm-hmm. you know, but in this episode, we saw that Iris was actually talking to Frost more. Yeah. And that there was, there was moments where her and Frost were sort of bonding, which is, I think, good because it's like, it's not like they're treating, well, Iris in particular wasn't treating Frost like this, this, Villain. being yeah. to get rid of but like okay you two are a part of each other and just like Caitlyn's my friend I care about you too yeah um and I thought that was that was good that they kind of showed that that Frost kind of begins to um trust Iris yeah I I agree and I'm very interested to see this season play out with Killer Frost and Iris and Caitlyn and Cisco and I kind of like that we're making Caitlyn and Killer Frost two separate people mm-hmm. and said and Iris, I'm not completely set on that I think that might cause some issues but Iris even said something about you don't have to choose like you can be yeah. both and I feel like that's kind of going to be the key to dealing with Killer Frost is I feel like if we don't acknowledge them as two separate people we're going to just get one so like I feel like there's going to be some control where Killer Frost is Caitlyn Caitlyn is Killer Frost yeah, and I hope can, so I hope so too, just because she's been struggling, like every every, every step of the way. <laughs> the struggle's real for Caitlyn. The struggles we need <laughs> we need justice for Caitlyn Killer Frost. We need justice for Joe. We just need y'all to give some of these people a break. Yeah, a break. Speaking of Joe, um, we see him finally kind of like open up about being freaked out about being a dad. Yeah. Um, that was cool because in the last episode, he, you know, finally told Barry that he was about to be a dad. Yeah. And so in this episode, we got over the excitement and now the real um, fright, the, the real fear sets in uh-huh. regarding it. It's like, okay, I did all that when I was young, you know, yeah. and that's, that was, that was Joe's kind of framework. I did all this when I was young. I raised all these kids when I was young and now I'm not young. How do I, how do yeah. I deal with that? Um, and I thought it was interesting that Barry, even in his hungover state, was like, okay, you did all that by yourself, though. Yeah. Now you're not alone. Yeah, now you've met your, like, equal. Mm-hmm. And I like that we see that Cecil also was like, I'm so glad that you said that because I'm freaked out, too. Yeah. And it showed their, their, their communication as a couple, which yeah. is nice. I mean, once again, it's, it shows, like, this episode, it was the episode, although everyone was, you know, doing their hero thing without the... Um, mask and everything, but mm-hmm. it also showed the interpersonal relationships between them and this idea of um, kind of focusing on that a mm-hmm. little bit. And they've been doing that really well this these these past episodes. And this one was for Cecile and um, Joe to kind of have their moment. And you see how in love they are, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is nice. Which I love. Yeah, I love. Don't do anything to them. 
Flash Riders. The they didn't listen to you about Wally though, so you know what? <laughs> I don't. Maybe you shouldn't say it because then you'll jinx it. <laughs> they just sat in the writers' room. What? What did Drew say? Drew said. Drew Jones from After Buzz TV said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in that case, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So, yeah, it was really nice to see that, like, open communication between them and kind of see that whole issue resolved for now. For now. I mean, I I think one of the things they did, too, I mean, it's still going to be there. There's still going to be issues. And who knows what's, you know, going to go on with the baby, Mm -hmm. if it's going to, you know, what if maybe it might be affected. I kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's like anything going, is she going to have a normal pregnancy? Who knows? So, um... I guess we'll see how that happens, but I mean, they're not out of the woods yet because this is a superhero show, but yeah. it's nice that the foundation was laid this episode of we're not scared about being parents because we love each other exactly. and we've got so much love surrounding us. Exactly, exactly. Um, which leads us, speaking of love, the opposite of love is the thinker. No, it's not, <laughs> but I don't know how else to segue to that. Mm. Um, <laughs> a for effort. A for effort. Um, <laughs> The second byline of tonight. Feminism <laughs> and then A for effort. Um, so we don't really see him at all. No. And that's what's been happening every episode. He comes in at the end like, this all played out yeah. exactly how I wanted it. <laughs> like, everything just goes, just fails. Like, they catch them out. He's like, good. Right. <laughs> that's what I wanted. He comes in at the end of every episode like, yes, exactly. And it's like, all right. All right. It's like when you're playing, like... That's like when I play like Monopoly with my family and I lose. I'm like, yes, I'm <laughs> exactly. You win. <laughs> you're doing your thinker impersonation. Yeah, they're like, girl, bye. Um, so yeah, we see the Weeper like escaping because he did kind of like abruptly leave Iris and them. Like when they're like, we're gonna help you, he was like, uh, get away from me. Yeah, he was like, nah. He was not. He was not very. Um, appreciative. Which I'm kind of interested in his backstory, just because a lot of the time the well actually all the time the powers have to do with who they are this thing is his was like this love drug Mm -hmm. very interested to see his backstory but so we see him you know jumping over a fence and booking it and then he gets like blasted by the thinker and the thinker's like i'm not done with you yet yeah and then it's uh and then the question is what's gonna happen to him now so i i mean i mean obviously even the weeper I guess all. I guess what we're seeing is that all of the meta meta humans from that day when Barry came back are connected to the thinkers' mm-hmm. um, plot and the thinkers' uh, plan. And so, I guess that's probably going to be that that sort of thing for this whole um, season. So it's it's interesting because what role can the think can the weeper the weeper play um, in the bigger plot line? I don't know. Like yeah. he, he has tears that called. Out of, like drug thing. Yeah. So. Well, we did see how his, um, his like power on a wide scale can affect a lot of people, just from like the club scene. We've seen how yeah. they all. So I'm wondering if maybe it's going to do something like that, or if his powers are going to be used to hone in on just Team Flash. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty. I mean, because what's it's it's kind of it was kind of like a rave drug, right? Like metahuman yeah. style, right? So it was this idea that everyone was drinking his tears and kind of being into this haze. So I, I kind of wonder if the thinkers, like when he went after him in particular, um, 
you know, what what role he could play mm-hmm. in that bigger scheme if that's mainly his thing. But like you were saying, maybe it's something bigger that he has some kind of control over. But then again, it's like that's been the case with every episode where you're kind of wondering how could these metahumans possibly work in this elaborate chess game this yeah. guy is playing with Barry that Barry doesn't even know he's in. And we saw that in the beginning of the episode where Barry was trying to figure out who DeVoe was. You know, and it was interesting that they focused on the three-month-old baby. And I'm kind of wondering, like, I don't know. Like, at this at this point, it's like Clue. Like, I'm just like, every little thing, I'm like yeah. spouting it away. Yeah, right now, <laughs> it's like every little detail. It's like you have to pay attention to everything right now that they're saying. Because it's, I feel like they're giving us little pieces of what's going to be the big picture. Yeah. And you just have to take in everything. So it's like the baby thing, I was like... Ooh, right. is it? I don't know, but I'm going to remember <laughs> you know, that. it's like, like three-month-old baby. Maybe that is DeVoe. Like, why would they give this line so much emphasis, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's and it's kind of fun mm-hmm. because they're doing that with this season where they're very much making us, like, have to pay attention yeah. to every little it's detail. Like, nothing, nothing's a throwaway. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of nice because it heightens the game of the viewers, you know, as we see, you know, with everyone kind of wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm also wondering if Amunet plays any sort of um, role in um, the Thinker's um, game. Because yeah. it was interesting that he went after the Weeper, right? Mm-hmm. And I was expecting maybe some some sort of scene with Amunet. Mm-hmm. So it was like, why the Weeper? You yeah. know, once again, going back to why the Weeper of all people, not Amunet, who seems to be this drug lord, um, metahuman style, um, when it comes to the Flash universe. Yeah. We will see. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So I heard you've got some news. TV news. Yeah, I do. I have some news and gossip Woo. that will go with the flash, of course. So, um, all right. So one of the things is say it ain't so. Wentworth Miller has announced his exit from the CWDC universe. Oh, wow. um, Wentworth Miller, Captain Cold, Leonard Snark, Snark. Um, himself took to Instagram over the weekend to share some sad news with you know fans of the CWDC universe. Um, what he said was currently shooting some of my final episodes as Captain Cole Leonard Snart. I've had a tremendous time playing this character. It's been an opportunity and education and an effing blast. Uh, Miller originated his portrayal of Leonard Snart in The Flash's first season as a villain turned frenemy of Team Flash. So that's why it's dear to our hearts that he's not going to be around and before transitioning to DC's Legends of Tomorrow where um, Snart became a you know reluctant hero. So Miller became a series regular across all Arrow, mm-hmm. um, The Flash and The Legends of Tomorrow. So I think I mean I, I, he's going to be missed, I think. Yeah. And I'm kind of worried. <laughs> I am too. I'm kind of worried what that means. Like, why isn't he going to be around? Like, what would cause that? Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to play out his exit. I hope they leave it where there's a door open for a possible return. Yeah. Um, But, you know. I'm worried. I'm worried. (laughs) It's like, if he knows it's his final, how does he know it's his final, right? Y'all just want to make me sad. So, (laughs) I just don't even trust you. You can't trust them. You can't trust them. Okay, and in other news, another Law and Order um, veteran will be joining, or has joined the cast, and we'll be seeing more of him um, joining Jesse L. Martin, who's also um, an alumni of yes. uh, the Law and Order set on The Flash. Um, longtime Law and Order star Richard Brooks will appear in multiple episodes. We saw him earlier of The Flash this season as Iron Heights prison, war- prison warden Gregory Wolf. 
mad suspicious. Yeah. Oh, we know, right? <laughs> if fans remember, we first saw him at the end of this season, second episode. We'll be seeing more of Brooks in episodes to come this season. Um, in the DC comics, you know, one of the things, reason why you got that shady feeling is that Gregory Wolf um, in the in the comics, and like once again, this isn't spoilerish because we don't know if they'll do the same thing. Yeah. Is a metahuman warden of Iron Heights prison. Um, he is able to cause a you know muscular spasm. Um, and people who are physically close to him um, using, and he usually uses this in the comics against the prisoners. So he's kind of a, a shady character yeah. when it comes to the brutality of those who are um, in his ward. So we'll see whether or not um, that'll play out on the show itself. And um, funny enough, his predecessor, the other warden, was also named Gregory. Wolf. So I don't know if that was on purpose huh. that they did that. Um, but yeah, so we'll be seeing more of him. And I'm really excited because he's a really great actor. And uh, we'll be seeing more of him on The Flash in that kind of uh, gray area yeah. that he has. And finally, 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 the CW has released a quick, very quick promo of the four-way crossover everyone is waiting for. The very brief Crisis on Earth promo was put out. Um, it's, it's very brief. It was like we fight to protect the people that we love. Crisis Ten seconds. <laughs> event starts Monday, November twenty seventh. Yeah, and in, in it, we see The Flash along with Arrow, Supergirl, and others taking a walk down a white hall with Arrow giving the mini speech. We fight to protect the people we love. Epic. Epic. I'm really, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I'm. I'm like, wait, it's like the Christmas present. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm very, I'm, like, already trying to, like, figure out, just from that 10 seconds, like, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And um, I've kind of heard that, you know, I think uh, another criticism, and once again, I think this is once again with the writers of The Flash, like, kind of really paying attention to the community, mm -hmm. where there was a question with a lot of the crossovers where people felt like Iris didn't get to play a large part at times, yeah. given that she was, like, the co-woman lead of... The Flash, and I think this crossover we're going to see a lot. I think it was revealed that we're going to see a lot of her. That's what in I like it, to see, which would be nice, a little different, considering also that she's not a you know she's not a superhero. I mean yeah. she's a, she's a hero of our hearts, but you know. but neither is Felicity. Yeah, and, and Felicity is all up all up in it. All up in it. <laughs> I threw a little shade there. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right, so. Predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I was ready for it this time. Um, what do you think is coming up? Well, um, I think we saw the preview for next week has it. So we're watching Ralph, sort of Ralph. Such a <laughs> rant. Such a name. Ralph. Uh, Ralph um, with his new suit that Cisco or his like piece of cotton. Or whatever <laughs> that he has that is a suit. So I think we're going to get another more explore, exploration of him. Um, I don't think we've seen the last of Amunet. Um, Agreed. And, you know, someone in the chat uh, also was saying, they were telling that, you know, I haven't seen when I said I was a little bit underwhelmed by mm -hmm. Amunet's powers. They said that they, she does a lot more in the comics, which I have read that she yeah. does do, do, do a lot. That's why I was somewhat underwhelmed. I was like, is that it? She just controls, like, rock. So we're <laughs> supposed to see more. Hopefully we will see more. Hopefully you're right in the chat. Um, so I hope that she'll come back around and we'll see more of it because the actress is just really awesome mm -hmm. to watch. So, um, And I think with Killer Frost, we're going to have to try to figure out, can she, I mean, just to kind of throw it to the Hulk of it, like that was his turmoil, his whole, that's his turmoil, right? Yeah. So is this going to be K Caitlyn's turmoil? Yeah. And I wonder if they're going to explore that. And also I am waiting for the West <laughs> Allen... Wedding. wedding. 
The wedding. I just, I want it. Give me the wedding. <laughs> That's what I want. If we don't get Wally West, I know he's talking he about He better Wallace, be there. I kind of hope he's at the wedding. That's my other prediction. Or maybe it's a silent prayer or, or not so, so silent. <laughs> that he will, very loud. That he will be very loud. That he will be at the wedding too. That we'll see more. We'll see Wally come back. Yeah. Um, I still have a high suspicion that there's something up with the um, the West baby coming. Like I feel like I, I'm just to connect with the um, the Flash twins. I don't know. I just feel like something mm-hmm. is there. Maybe, I'm waiting to see what they name him. Yeah, or her, because that may be or a connection them. or them. I don't think th- I don't think she's gonna be the twins. That's Iris's deal. They can't give her the twins. I don't know, man. Maybe. We'll see. I hope not. I'd be a little mad. I'd, I'd be a little mad for Joe just because, like, dang. Twins? <laughs> Twins? Oh, my gosh. He just accepts the fact he's going to have I think one. there would be a riot online if she was given the twins. As much yeah. as people love Cecile, I think people would be like, that's that's supposed to be Iris. That's if Iris. it happens. I mean, yeah. once again, not to get, like, spoilers for but, but I definitely the think comics. there's something. And I think there's something with the three-month-old baby that was briefly mentioned. Um Yeah. I don't know, something there just kind of, I was like, they wouldn't just say that for no reason. Um, but as far as, like, up-and-coming things, I I don't think we're going to get a crazy metahuman next week just because we're dealing with Ralph and <laughs> it's Ralph. Yeah. I think it's going to be something that Ralph can handle. So I'm not expecting, like, a big bad, mm-hmm. medi- like, an amunet, you know? I'm yeah, expecting, I don't like, think so either. Um, yeah, I'm expecting. It'll probably be something with his backstory, right? Like, yeah. we'll get more into who he is and stuff. And that's been interesting about this season where I feel like some people, like, on community, have felt like, oh, these are just filler episodes. But everything, like we've been saying, has connected to something yeah. in the end. Like, even stuff that just seems like it's nothing has been part of the larger yeah. plot line. So I'm hoping that's the same thing with Ralph this yeah. next episode. I like Ralph. I do, too. I hope he's not, like, the red shirt version of the Team Flash where something happens. Like, we always get these red shirts, you know, that yeah. come, Star Trek reference, where they come and they die. Yeah. Or they go away. No, I like him. <laughs> I think he brings a fun, um, a fun little pep to the Flash. Yeah. I think... I really liked it so far. I yeah. thought I wouldn't, but I, I have. Same. I didn't think I was going to like him, but after tonight, I'm like, you know what? I rock with you. Yeah. I want to see... Which means he'll probably die. Yeah. Because we like him. Yeah. Drew Jinx. He'll die, go to another world. <laughs> Another Earth, you know, whatever. Go yeah. to a different DC show. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, um, as as usual, sorry, I'm starting up. As usual, it has been a treat. I am Drew Jones. You can follow me on all social media at OKDrewJ. Okay, and I am Chauncey K. Robinson, and you can follow me at Miss Chauncey KR on Twitter. We'll see you guys next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.